Welcome to the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. Your host for this session is Candace McKim. Candace is an international intuitive teacher, intuitive business coach, number one international best-selling author of Yogini's Guide, Intuition is a Choice, and Yogini's Guide to Intuition Oracle Cards. Candice is a TEDx speaker and is the podcast, radio, TV host of the Find Your Hell Yes Show. Candice is recognized as a leading expert on intuition, as well as on women and worth, wealth and wellness, and has shared stages with speakers such as Jack Canfield, Deborah Silverman, and Matt Kahn. Candice is one of the co-creators of the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit and has another amazing guest coming right up. Take it away, Candice. Welcome, welcome, everybody. I am really excited about this next uh, speaker and this next topic. So welcome, Michelle Thorpe. Uh, Michelle is going to be speaking on the three strategies for solopreneurs to turn Instagram followers into clients. I'm so excited for you to be here for our second one, second time you're here. <laughs> Thank I'm you. I'm so honored. Thank you. It is, it's so fantastic to be on one of your stages again. Thank you so much. Yeah, well, thank you for coming back. So let me introduce you properly. Michelle is the Instagram coach for coaches. She has built two successful Instagram-based businesses of her own with over 90% of her paying clients coming from Instagram. Nice. Michelle has helped hundreds of solopreneurs and small business owners become client giving, getting machines by mastering Instagram with authenticity and without feeling like a salesy social media weirdo. <laughs> we know who they are. <laughs> um, welcome. So yeah, I'm so happy you're here. Thank you so much. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. I know that when I first started my online business, I fell flat on my face. So there's no shame in starting where you're at and admitting you need help. And I'm here to give it. Yeah, I, I really want to ask you some questions, but I'll let you tell, tell what you want to share first. But I'm just going to put the question out there. But um, well, no, I'll, I'll bring it up after <laughs> in case we don't have time. Tell everybody. Yeah. Tell us your journey and how. Yeah. Tell us how you became this expert. And um, yeah, like I, I can imagine that you started your, a business and then like I'm curious if you started which came first, the business or the social media? Uh, the business, actually. My story is kind of a funny one. I started my very first business when I was eight years old. Wow. And back then, back in the late 80s, we didn't have social media, but we have the nickel ads. Put a nickel ads in the chat. If you remember the nickel ads, if you had those laying around your home, you could find a job, you could buy an RV, you could adopt a kitten, and you could hire me to write a horoscope for you. Oh, job. Side note, I don't have horoscope writing tendencies. So <laughs> put that aside right now. And I don't know if my dad actually put my ad in the Nicolettes because I didn't get any clients from that first job, but it didn't matter. The entrepreneurial bug had bitten. I had a couple of small businesses throughout my my 20s into my 30s, but nothing that really had sticking power or that I felt like, yes, this is a career. This is something that I could do forever. Instead, I was climbing the corporate ladder. And I remember very clearly a day 
in my mid thirties where I just sat up and realized this sucks. This is not where I want to be. This isn't who I am. How did I get here? And how do I get away? More importantly, how do I get the heck away from here? And not coincidentally, because I don't believe coincidences happen. It, it happened for a reason. I had the opportunity yeah. to start a coaching business to start us. It would have, it was a side hustle at that time. And yeah. I thought, this is it. This is my forever. This is what I, this is what I could try to do. It was 2017. And everyone said, you have to be on Instagram. It's the place to be. And I said, cool, but I didn't have an Instagram account. I didn't really know how to use the platform. I just thought it was really for photos because I did have an account for my bunny pancakes, bunny 2006. I ran that account. <laughs> he had 150 followers and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is the mother load. You guys, this is so amazing. I will just change his username to mine and I'll just show up and say, Hey, bunny owners, half of you who don't even speak English. I'm a coach now this is what I can do. These are my results. This is what I've helped people do. Who wants to hire me? (laughs) And I basically waited for the credit cards to roll in because I was so excited about my business. I figured how is, how could people not be as excited about my business as I was? That's how I showed up on Instagram. Nobody hired me again. And this time I was putting myself out there unlike the Nicolettes. And I just was like, hmm, I could either go back to this corporate job where I was so miserable or I could figure it the heck out. And that's what I did. I learned how to get really good at Instagram for my business. And I learned how to do it without being like everybody else. I was really big on authenticity. I was not big on bro marketing or aggressive marketing. Mm -hmm. I personally don't love creating video content. So I tried growing an account without doing those things. And guess what? It worked because 90% of my paying clients come from Instagram. I was able to quit my corporate job in September, 2020. I always have to think about the year. Who has to think about 2020? (laughs) And now that's what I do full time. I wrapped up my initial coaching business. I've switched over here because I feel like I can make a bigger impact in the world with Mm -hmm. helping other solopreneurs with their business instead of just doing some one-on-one coaching with a small group of people over here. Yeah. So it sounds like you just always had that entrepreneur spirit, right? Like, it's like, that's kind of like, that's where you're going no matter what is that solopreneur. I feel like I've always had that as well, that, you know, I did work corporate. I work, I have a degree in social work and I worked for social services for uh, a while, but yeah, I was just always called to have my own businesses as well, right? From very young. And my parents had their own business. So it was always just that that I think it's just part of our soul. Absolutely. And I can imagine a lot of people that are listening and are watching are also solopreneurs. I call myself a soulpreneur, S-O-U-L. Preneur. I love that term. <laughs> yeah, because I'm spiritual entrepreneur, right? Um, okay, so tell everybody how they can, um, yeah, what are the three strategies that you want to share with us? Let's just get right in. I want you all to get tremendous value. Make sure you've got something to write with because I'm about to drop a lot of Instagram fire. The first one, 
is get on the hashtag superhighway, put on your turn signal, merge on and just hit the gas and go, go, go. Hashtags are what I like to call a, a passive attraction strategy. That is the number one way that you can bring the right people, not spammers and sugar daddies, the right people, your dream client. That's how you can bring them to you. Now, how do you do that? This is I'll let me tell you once and for all, because there's a lot of confusion about this. Use 20 to 30 hashtags on every post. And maybe you're thinking, actually, I heard it was like three to five or something of that nature. Well, let me tell you what. There was a study and they analyzed 18 million Instagram posts. 18 million posts. And wow. they found that 20 to 30 was the sweet spot. This the stats don't lie. Use 20 to 30 on okay. every single post. Here's the other place that people really get tripped up. Make sure that the hashtags that you're choosing aren't so underused that no one's going to see them or too overused, or again, no one's going to see them because there's so much traction. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what's the magic number? Yeah. My personal sweet spot is having the majority of those 20 to 30 come from hashtags that have between, I would say 50,000 to 1 million views. Only a few of them, only a few of your hashtags should have more than one to 2 million views. Because again, there's so much activity on those hashtags. We want to make sure that you get seen. That's the first one. Get on the hashtag superhighway. Okay. And are there certain super hashtags? Like, are the, you know, like, I guess it's just checking to see the number because like at, when I first was on Instagram, I would use yoga all the time, right? Yeah. Because all my stuff was yoga content anyway at that time. And so it got a lot more, I, I don't know, I got a lot more traction, but now like yoga is like so I would many. Imagine that one is so popular that it probably isn't going to get you the results that it would have five plus years ago, right? That totally, yeah. totally makes sense. Um, the other, the, another piece, I'm glad you brought that up. It's not just looking at the number of uses that it has. My special trick that helps all of my clients is making sure that the hashtags that you're choosing, that your content fits in with that hashtag. Not all hashtags are created equal, even if they sound like they resonate with you or they sound like they're really connected to what you, what you share. And you can do that by looking at the top posts for every hashtag. If that is in line with the kind of content you normally share, go ahead and use it. But if you share mostly photos and it's all infographics, skip it. Okay. Okay. So take that. So look at the hashtags and see what the top three posts are and see if they resonate with your content. Is that, or well, when you're looking at in with your post content. list, it shows you a, a whole litany of what they consider the top content under that hashtag. And if yeah. yours is in line, you have a better chance of getting traction with that. Hashtag. Okay. Okay. Good. That's amazing. Okay. Number two. <laughs> Number two, <laughs> I know so much to share. Show up to serve your audience, not to sell to them. This is probably yes. advice that you've heard before, but what exactly does it mean to serve your audience? Serving your audience does not mean posting every single day. Mm -hmm. Write that one down. You don't need to post every single day just to stay top of mind, just to stay relevant for your 
for your people, but 90% of the content that you share on Instagram needs to either be free value, be something that they can read or watch right there and Mm -hmm. take away to their lives or references, free content that you have. Maybe they can download it from your bio, or maybe you're having a free workshop and you're getting people to register for that. Only 10% of your content should ever refer to call out or sell for lack of a better term, a paid product, 90% free, 10% paid show up to serve your audience. Don't show up to sell to them. Love that show up to serve your audience. And so what are some of the ways? So it's, uh, would it be, does it matter if it's video? Does it matter if it's like written out? Like, I, I, you know, you see so many and they're pictures and they're just words. And then they swipe, like you swipe through all the content that way. Right. Like for videos, like what's the best what you, the content, the, the, the words, the, the value that you share is a million times more important than how you share it. So a lot of people have jumped on the reels bandwagon and reels, reels used Mm -hmm. to refer to, you know, the trendy, you know, fun, you know, produced kind of videos. Now, technically any video under think it's 45 minutes that's uploaded to Instagram is considered a reel. So I'm just going to say video. It doesn't matter if you're posting video content or if you're posting an infographic or if you're posting a photo or what you're saying to them, what you're sharing is more important than how you share it. Okay. That's really, really good information. That's really good information. And then the 10% can be for promoting like, so what about like promoting like my, my show, my weekly show, it's a podcast, it's free. Would that be considered part of the 10% still? Or is no. that? No, nope. that's free okay. value. That is free value that you are giving your audience. They don't have to pay for that. That's part right. of the value that you add, but for right. you specifically, and do we have any podcasters in the audience? Put podcast in the chat, if that's you, for those of you who have something like that, we want to make sure that you're telling people why Whole they bunch. need to go listen to their that podcast. Not just the title, not just the guest that you have, even though you're excited about it. Remember me showing up on that bunny account because I was so excited about what I was doing. And I just assumed that naturally everybody else would be excited about that. Same thing with your business and your podcast. Tell people why. Okay. So good. So good. And there's tons, lots of people (laughs) that they're doing podcasts, videoing. Yeah. Very good. I love the, I love the variety. Okay. So your third strategy, I want to make sure we have time for your third strategy. The third strategy is what I call improve your scroll factor. And what I mean by scroll factor is when your dream client finds your profile. Uh, the angels are singing, you've made potentially this great connection. We want them as they're scrolling your profile to have an immediate answer to the question, what's in it for me? Because Mm -hmm. as they're scrolling your profile, that is the only thing that they're asking. People have enough friends, people have enough followers or they're following enough, right? Their feed is full. They could scroll forever and not run out of content. So you have to tell them what's in it for them, why they should follow you. And how, how do you do that? Yeah. <laughs> that was, I was going to say, how do you do that? How do you do that? 
the number one tip I have in this day and age is to avoid a video or reels heavy profile. Why? That seems counterintuitive because as folks are scrolling, we don't want them to have to tap on every single thing to get an idea of what it is, the value that you are providing. We want them to be able to see that at a glance, right? So, oh, so you're saying when then uh, they see something that you put on, so then they go to your Instagram, mm -hmm. is that called a page? And yeah, then, profile, yeah. Profile. Okay. And so then they're scrolling through and all of its videos. So they don't have a clue what you're doing. Right. I've right. done that. I've done right. that. I've looked at people's and I go, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> She's, right. proven it. She's proven my point. You can get around that a little bit if you're using covers for your reels. Right. And hopefully all y'all know what I'm talking about when I say covers, you can upload your own beginning that shows on your grid instead of having Instagram choose whatever screenshot they want. So instead of you on video and they choose a screenshot and you're going, you don't, yeah. want, you don't want that. You yeah. don't want that on your feed. Pick but then when I, but then when I look at, then when I'm scrolling through their Instagram profile and I see that and I thought, Oh, okay. They have a still picture. So I clicked it and then it's another video. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That drives me nuts. When I want to see the photo, cause it, maybe they're wearing something cute. I want to know where they got it. And it, it goes away. And they're yeah. talking about something I don't care about. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. <laughs> the other ways that you can improve your scroll factor is just, you had mentioned it a few minutes ago, use text-based images, use infographics, use quotes, use words. Even if you're posting photos, overlay some text on there so that they don't have to tap it and read your caption to decide, ooh, Candace is speaking my language. Candace is sharing fire. I need to follow Candace. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, okay. totally. Yeah, totally makes sense. Okay, so if you have any questions for Michelle, put it in the chat. Um, so one question was, so do you suggest less videos? So you're saying yes. Isn't that what you just I said? Say yes with a caveat. If you enjoy producing videos, if you enjoy sharing videos and that feels authentic to your brand, then continue to share videos, but make sure that when your ideal client finds you and scrolls your profile, that they know what's in that video without having to watch it. Okay. That said, if you're like me and you don't enjoy producing video content, you don't enjoy creating an entertainment video, because my business is not about entertainment, y'all. I don't enjoy producing that kind of content. It's not authentic to who I am. So you mm. won't find any of that on my profile. Okay. Another question, um, can we reuse the same hashtags for all posts or is it important to change them up all the time? Yes to both of those. What you want to do is create hashtag groups. So for me, hashtag, I'm what? Sorry, group, hashtag. groups of hashtags. Oh, hashtag groups. Okay. Yeah. So I have a group that I post when I make my first post of the week. It's usually on Monday. So I have my Monday hashtags. I got my Wednesday hashtags. I got my Friday hashtags. So and where you do you can, use groups of hashtags? I just, you just have them in a, yep, in, a, in a document or if you're using um, a, a social media, uh, like later Planoly or something, you can save them and just add them to your post. What you don't want to do though, 
um, sorry, I don't know who asked that your name. Um, attendee, I don't know <laughs> your name. Um, what you don't wanna do is use the same hashtag every single day. That signals to Instagram that you could be a spammy person sharing content that's not valuable. Repeat, but do it weekly, not daily. And can you copy and paste? I, I used to do that and then I got like nobody was, I, then all of a sudden I got shut down. It seems like when I was used to copy and paste all my hashtags into Instagram or yeah, instant into my posts. Yeah. I, I do that with every essentially not, okay. not directly, but that's essentially what's happening when I post mine. So there might, okay. there might've been something else going on there. Okay. Um, so I'm going to ask you my question. Okay. <laughs> so it has been probably six months and I've had pretty much the same number of followers. Mm -hmm. So I'm at like 2,760 and I've gone up to 2,770 and 2,000 and down to 59. And then now I'm at 63 and I have been there like six months where okay. it always used to grow like over the last, I don't know how many years. Right. But it's been probably eight months or more that just nothing. What's happening there. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> A couple of things. One is I would guess that you're not using the best hashtags for you. Number okay. two is I would guess that you're not engaging with, with the community at large. Is that true or not? I don't know what you might mean by engaging. Are you, um, are you responding to your comments? Are you reciprocating on those folks' account? Are you engaging with those who engage with you? Maybe not. I kind of watch the stories. Oh yeah, that's that's useful too. Stories are where people who are interested in you go to find out more. But if you're looking to bring on new folks, we want to we want you to be engaging. We want you to be part of the conversation. It doesn't mean you have to spend all day. It doesn't mean that you have to live on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever profile you want to use. Make it work for your business and the time that you have allotted. Okay. Okay. Great. Um, what time are we at? Okay, so tell everybody about your free gift. Gifts, I'm probably one of the few <laughs> that's actually offering two different things. I know that some of my some of my peeps are here and they already have what I would typically offer, uh, but I'm offering you a choice. If you wanna just jump on a call with me, have me look at your Instagram profile and give you three tips to accelerate your growth faster, you can choose that. If that feels a little, that can feel a little sketchy. You don't know somebody who's giving you advice. If you don't, if you're not ready to jump on a call and have me just give you advice, I've got a free guide. It is 10 free strategies for you to get noticed on Instagram, even if you don't have a huge following right now. And it has some bonus content ideas that take your followers on that journey from Instagram follower to paying clients. So your choice. Okay, so that's the free gift. And then are you offering a VIP gift as well? Of course I am. <laughs> so My if you don't have your VIP yet, you're going to want to upgrade so you can get Michelle's gift. So tell everybody about the VIP gift. My VIP gift is a 90 minute workshop on hashtags. We've talked about hashtags so much today. Yeah, there's lots more questions still. <laughs> It'll Sorry. teach you how to, it'll take you through my process that I use with my private clients on how to, how to exactly step-by-step step 
create your groups of hashtags. We already talked about hashtag groups. It will teach you how to decide when to change them out, how to decide when they're working. And you also get a workbook so that you, you can take this strategy and use it down the road after the workshop is done, after we're done working together, even though it's, it's previously recorded. So you won't have me live, but Beautiful, beautiful. All right, coming up next is Christopher Chamberlain, and he's going to be, he's a featured speaker, so it is the only talk that you'll be able to attend next. So he's coming up. So last words of wisdom, Michelle. Yes, absolutely. Your Instagram account should feel like you. It Mm. should not require all of your time to be successful. I am living proof. My clients are all living proof. Have fun with it. And remember that your clients are all so lucky to have you. Use Instagram to show new clients why they'd be lucky to have you too. Love it, love it, love it. Thank Thank you for joining us for another amazing session on the Clarity Confidence Connection Summit, where women break through barriers, unlock their next level of success, and build bonds with other badass business owners. For recordings of all sessions, plus an amazing VIP gift bundle full of courses and resources from our knowledgeable speakers, you can upgrade to a VIP ticket for only $97. If you have any questions or run into any challenges during the summit, email our support team at breakthrough at clarityconfidenceconnection.com. Stay tuned. We have another fantastic speaker coming right up.